Alright, hey, welcome back to the podcast. Now, this episode is going to be a continuation of my last episode that I put out titled My Issue with Japan. And in it, I talked about a lot of the war crimes that Japan did, but I did skip over one of them, which I wanted to do an entire episode about because I felt it was very important to talk about it. This is the episode of Comfort Women. And I didn't really go into a lot of details to it because I wanted to dedicate a whole episode about it. Um, fair warning, this is going to be talking about rape and abuse towards women. So if you feel uncomfortable with it, please click away and listen to another episode. But for now, let's get into it, shall we? Because this is going to be a very, very long road. Now, another disclaimer I really, really need to stress out is that I am not an expert in any way on the subject, but I feel that if I help to bring this uh, subject to light and that if we talk about it a bit more, maybe Japan will actually start to do it and start to acknowledge it, apologizing for it, because you can only do so much. And in my last episode, I did point out the fact that Japan still will not actually acknowledge the fact that they did this in their own history books. Unlike Germany, who blatantly and obviously lets the next generation know that the Holocaust happened and that Germany was directly involved in the slaughter of Jews because of Hitler. So, I think... Maybe Japan should take a, you know, a little page from Germany's books. But anyways, like I said, I'm not an expert. I merely am talking about it because I feel it's very, very important to talk about it. All right. Okay, so for this episode, I have my friend Rose here with me. So go ahead and say hi. Hi! And she's going to basically just be giving commentary on what she thinks about the whole situation. So it all began in 1932 when Japan had this idea of creating comfort women's stations. And the first one was in Shanghai back in the day. And it began with Japanese prostitutes voluntarily being part of the service. So they would voluntarily sleep with the Japanese soldiers. In Shanghai? Yeah. Yeah, isn't that... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess the Japanese really thought this idea was necessary. Wasn't because it was really gross and disgusting. But then they started to realize that not enough women were volunteering to be part of the comfort women's station. I so. mean, of course not. Yeah! Who <laughs> <laughs> the fucking right mind would be a comfort woman? So, you know what they started to do? They hmm. started to kidnap women and coerce them into becoming comfort women. Of course. And up until... That started originally and then in 1937 i believe it was the rape of nanking where hang on let me find it real quick <laughs> the rape of nanking i did talked about it so in my issue with japan they were occupying china at the time yes and basically the rape of nanking was a six week jesus christ pillaging basically it was just they were killing and raping women and doing whatever the fuck they wanted. And so it just continued on until 1952, I believe. And 
the South Korean women who were taken as comfort women started calling Japan out, basically. Jesus Christ, though. Yeah, good for them, though. Mm Mm-hmm. And the reason I really wanted to do this episode is because I was watching an episode of Asian Boss, which, let Mm -hmm. me tell you, Mm -hmm. Asian Boss, really, really good. Like, really good. I highly recommend everyone listening to this to take a... Take a look on YouTube at Asian Boss, because it's really cool. Do I've, do... I've seen it rec- in my recommendations, <coughs> but I haven't actually checked it out yet. Yeah, they do a lot of cool things. They really do a lot of stuff with uh, North Korean defectors, too. Ooh. It's really interesting. They get the they get their perspective on stuff as mm-hmm. well. And I didn't even know that there was a North Korean defector YouTuber on YouTube, Ooh. <clears throat> which is really cool. But I can't understand the damn thing she's saying, so... <laughs> oh, there is not, like, subtitled <clears throat> or anything yet? No, no, okay. not yet. She's just... It's just her It's talking. really... What's really interesting is um, North Korea and South Korea have two different types of Korean languages also. I know, it's I, I remember watching... Um, I, think it, I think it was an actual YouTube channel, not, not like a TED Talk or anything. Yeah. Of... Um, uh, to a, a North Korean defector and a South Korean, and they're just comparing small words like ice, like they have different words for like ice cream or something like that, and they don't know. They don't even. Yeah. They don't even have a word for McDonald's. That's how like yeah yeah, yeah they yeah. were doing. It was a it was a South it was a South Korean North Korean translator application mm-hmm. kind of thing, but yeah, it's really cool. I really want to do an episode on North Korea, mm-hmm. um, but. In Asian Boss, they interviewed this woman that we're looking at right now. Her name okay. is Kim Bok Dong. Um, she has unfortunately passed away. She passed away on February. So, just a few months ago. Just two oh, months wow. ago. Yeah. Of, of this year? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, she, it was, this was published the 3rd of February. Oh, okay, so, she died this year. But... I'm not going to provide a whole lot of commentary. I'm just here learning and ooing and aahing. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. I really don't know what I'm doing with these podcasts. <laughs> so Hey, you got an occasional uh, listener. Yeah. Well, you showed me your statistics, and that, I, was, I was really proud of you. I was really happy for you. Thank you. But they interviewed her, and it was 20 minutes of just... It was really sad. Mm. It was really sad. She would, she would talk about how she was abducted at 14... And there were con- mm. and the soldiers, the soldiers that kidnapped her of all people, mm-hmm. were contemplating on whether or not she's old enough. And they're like, "Yeah, she's fine." Oh my god! So, they would do shifts with the women, and it was nonstop rape for them. Mm-hmm. It was just one after the other, after the other, after the other. And like, one of the goddamn articles I was reading, they're like, "Well, at least they gave the women sanitary." the workspace <laughs> because of the use of condoms and I was just like that yeah, yeah, that that's... is not the fucking point <laughs> these women were taken from their countries <laughs> but at least they have a sanitary workplace it was Jesus just like Christ. it was like oh my god listen listen dude listen I know I know you, you love Japan as much as I do believe me <laughs> but I have to even admit that Japan has done some fucked up shit oh everyone has done some fucked up shit including Japan yeah yeah yeah. No, no, you can't hide what you're trying to hide. It always mm-hmm. comes into light. It's mm-hmm. just, you can't hide from it. Mm-hmm. So it was just, the interview was really emotional, especially at the end, because one of the things 
that one of her quotes that sticks to me that they actually did for the History Channel because mm-hmm. they also did an, uh, a article about Japan's comfort women. Mm-hmm. The, this article that we're looking at right now mm-hmm. is from BBC. Mm. So lots of people are knowing about this, yeah. which is really great. It's it's really both sad and interesting that, to my understanding, um, a lot of a lot of Japan doesn't like to bring up any of the bad things that they they do. They have to have they have to save face basically to um, any of these horrific events. Not not that you know yeah. America's murder. <laughs> yeah, but like I said in my last episode, mm. I'm not saying that the Japanese people or the Japanese government mm-hmm. is bad. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, it's a lot better than it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that the Japanese government now has to acknowledge it mm-hmm. and let the people know what happened. Mm-hmm. Their people, too. Mm-hmm. Because what's going to happen when the Japanese people are confronted about this? Mm-hmm. And they are being confronted about it. It's everywhere now. Mm-hmm. A lot of countries are talking about it. Mm-hmm. The new generation has to know. And it's with with all these people starting to to read and know about all of these things that are happening. They're going to have to address it at some point because because it's being brought to light. Mm-hmm. They can't just ignore. They can't ignore it forever. Mm, it, well, they can't ignore it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Especially with you know, in 2018, 2019, people are starting to write more stuff about it. Mm-hmm. It's becoming more and more. Especially, that's why I love um, Asian Boss because they did. Oh, that's a pretty picture. Kim Bokdan. Yeah, this is so Kim Bokdan was uh, interviewed by Asian Boss, and I believe mm. this uh, Lee Ok Seon. Uh, this picture that we're looking at right now mm-hmm. is was taken on April fifteenth, two thousand seven, and she's eighty in the picture. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's alive or not, but I hope for the best and i hope that if she did pass that her family knew about what they did to her oh okay i was i was trying to scroll down to see (laughs) um if it doesn't say then she probably is still alive at the time of this publishing okay but one of the powerful things that uh kim buck dong said during the interview was mm-hmm. uh, I was born a woman but I was never allowed to live as a woman mm. which is heartbreaking to me but um, let's see where are we right now we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with the final words about what I want to say about this whole situation so we'll be right back to end this little episode by talking about 
the countries that were affected. Just the scale of it is really, really um, unsettling, in my opinion. This is mm-hmm. just really fucking gross what uh, Japan did. Mm-hmm. So the countries go as followed. Uh, the countries are Korea, China, Philippines, Burma, Thailand, Vietnam, Malaya, Manchukuo, Taiwan, Dutch East Indies, Portuguese, Timor, New Guinea, and then just other places as well. Those are most of the countries back then that were Japanese-occupied countries, territories. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the scale of what is happening, and a lot of women now are speaking out. And I think, not to sound like an asswipe, but I think the best part that came out of this is the fact that they have uh, statues being erected. Oh. So my favorite one, and this is my favorite one because of this reason. In South Korea, they have Mm -hmm. a Japanese embassy Mm -hmm. and they put the comfort women statue right in front of it. Oh my God. And the Japanese government (laughs) has asked South Korea to take it down. I don't know what the situation on that is, but I hope to God they didn't. Because they have to see... They have to face their demons. That's great, though. It is. It really is. It's really... Well, it's just like... Did... I didn't... I was so happy when I read that, because Mm -hmm. I was like, yes. Do you happen to have a picture of that particular Oh, the statue? statue? Yeah. Yes, it's on... The Wikipedia. On oh, oh is it this one. Yes, it's staring yes. right at the embassy. I'm gonna be putting links That's a real to um, the obituary of Kim Bok Dong, uh, the brutal history of Japan's comfort women on the History Channel website, mm-hmm. and the comfort women article on Wikipedia. Mm. And yeah, it's just it's just a girl sitting, looking at the embassy, and. I just think it's good. It's refreshing that everyone's talking about it. Because mm-hmm. Japan really needs to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Not only to the world, to their own citizens. Because I don't even know if... They, I They hide quite a lot of stuff from their own citizens. I mean, even the whole... Um, uh, what was it? Fukushima nuclear meltdown? Mm. They were lying about the radiation levels and all sorts of that. That's a whole other... They were other higher. Th- yeah. yeah. They were, that's a whole other thing, though. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to end this episode here. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. And remember, you can always follow me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and uh, Apple Podcasts. Anywhere where podcasts are being broadcasted, you can find me there. And with that, I will catch you guys later. Say goodbye, Rose. Bye!